Welcome to the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast, the world's first podcast about medical laser therapy for healthcare providers. Each week, we discuss the latest research, interviews with experts, and how laser therapy can enhance your practice. Now, here is the founder of LTI and your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hey, thanks for joining us again here on the Laser Therapy Institute weekly podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Roundtree. I'll be your host again today. I apologize for the uh, lengthy break in between these episodes here. I had some issues that I was trying to get resolved in my practice, which were ultimately excellent growth issues, but uh, got me pulled away from being able to go over research with you. So I'm happy to be uh, back in action here. Today we're going to be talking about the use of laser therapy with COVID-19 cases and ARDS, acute respiratory distress syndrome, cytokine storm, really any inflammatory lung condition. Please don't take anything that I talk about as a cure or treatment or vaccination or in any other way um, a solution for COVID-19. I'm simply going to be reading off a study. This particular study was published in July of 2020 in the Canadian Journal of Respiratory Therapy. And the title of it is Low-Level Laser Therapy as a Modality to Attenuate Cytokine Storm at Multiple Levels, Enhance Recovery, and Reduce Use of Ventilators in COVID-19. So just from the title, you should see that we're talking about helping patients recover from COVID-19 and its associated systemic effects, especially cytokine storm, which we'll talk about more shortly. Um, But really, if you are following the progression of COVID-19, you you know it's very similar to many other disorders already out there. uh, And the way that it progresses is not anything really foreign uh, to most of us if if you've taken uh, basic physiology and pathology. Let's start by talking a little bit more about the virus itself, and I'll, I'll give you some information directly from the study. The researchers say the global pandemic, COVID-19, is a contagious disease, and its mortality rates, ranging from 1% to 5%, are likely due to acute respiratory distress syndrome, ARDS, and cytokine storm. A significant proportion of patients who require intubation succumb to the disease, despite the availability of ventilators and the best treatment practices. So researchers worldwide are in search of anti-inflammatory medicines in the hope of finding a cure for COVID-19. They go on to say that SARS-CoV-2 appears to infect both upper and lower airways. It spreads while still limited to the upper airways before traveling into the deeper respiratory tract and leading to severe symptoms. Initially, SARS-CoV-2 attaches to a protein called angiotensin, Um, uh, sorry, angiotensin converting enzyme, or ACE2, uh, on the surface of cells and respiratory tract. As the virus continues to attack the cells, dead cells flow down into and block the airways with debris. Breathing becomes more difficult as the lungs become clogged with dead cells and fluid. The immune system then attacks the virus, uh, which causes inflammation and fever. That's a proper response, but in some cases, the immune system will actually go wild causing more damage to the lungs than the actual virus does. Again, and this is quoting from the study here. They say blood vessels dilate to increase blood flow um, and become more permeable to maximize transport of chemical and cellular mediators 
uh, to the infection site, but inevitably the lungs get then filled with fluid. This exaggerated re immune response is called cytokine storm, and it leads to acute respiratory distress syndrome, fever, multi-organ failure, and death. That's really what we're looking at here, and that's why when you see uh, COVID-19 uh, death reports and causes of death, you're not typically going to see COVID-19 as the as the only uh, factor reported for someone's death. You may see COVID-19 uh, associated with ARDS, or you may see um, this inflammatory response that's even primary but caused by COVID-19. So the, the virus itself isn't necessarily what's causing death in a lot of these patients. It ends up being the immune system overreaction, overresponse. Researchers go on to say that uh, during cytokine storm, the immune system actually attacks indiscriminately without clearing out the specific targets. So then it ends up to uh, affecting other organs, especially when people already have other chronic diseases. They say the morbidity and mortality of COVID-19 are due to excessive inflammatory cytokine production and immune hyperactivity. Not just the virus, and not just the way that the virus attacks the cells, it's actually the response in uh, the immune system to the virus. Now, I know this whole issue has become very, very politicized one way or the other. I'm not here to try to tell you that lockdowns are good or lockdowns are bad or masks are what we all need to be doing or masks aren't what we all need to be doing. I'm simply relaying information about especially inflammatory lung disorders and how laser can influence that progression. So let's talk a little bit about laser. Again, quoting from the study, laser therapy effects are not due to heat, but rather to a photochemical reaction that occurs when a photoacceptor molecule within the cell absorbs a photon of light, becomes activated, and changes the cell's membrane permeability and metabolism. Presently, cytochrome C oxidase, opsins, and their associated calcium channels, and water, mo mo excuse me, water molecules have been identified as the main mediators of the photochemical mechanisms. This leads to increased mRNA synthesis and cell proliferation. Laser therapy produces reactive oxygen species in normal cells, which is a vasodilator, but reactive oxygen species levels are lowered when it is used in oxidatively stressed cells, like in animal models of disease. Laser therapy upregulates antioxidant defenses and decreases oxidative stress. So it levels the playing field. It helps to reduce that acute inflammatory response that can be uncontrolled and lead to significant problems. They continue by saying that laser therapy has been used in respiratory tract diseases since 1978. So, yes, COVID-19 virus itself is, you know, new. It's a novel virus, as it's been termed. But what we're talking about with mechanisms here is nothing really new. We're talking about inflammatory lung conditions that are very well documented and disease processes that have been, you know, well-tracked for decades. And we're talking about laser therapy principles um, in the respiratory tract uh, that are over 40 years ago when we started looking at this stuff. So they say we've got studies in uh, chronic pneumonia, uh, acute pneumonia, asthma, chronic bronchitis. When you uh, utilize laser therapy on those patients, common findings uh, include reduced chest pain and heaviness normalization of the respiratory function, 
uh, improved blood, immunological, and radiological parameters, and shortened recovery times. Uh, in asthma, in particular, the addition of laser was more effective than just medical treatment alone, shortened the duration of treatment. With pneumonia, laser therapy, when combined with conventional med medical regimens, actually optimized the treatment uh, of infectious and inflammatory diseases and reduced the incidence of complications. So we're looking at using laser in that anti-inflammatory mechanism with an inflammatory lung disease. In this case, we're talking, in particular, uh, COVID-19. Now, how exactly does that work? Well, I'm not going to give you every bit of technical detail. You can read the study if you'd like to, but I'll give you the highlights here. The researchers say laser therapy is effective against cytokine storm and acute respiratory distress syndrome while promoting healing and tissue regeneration. Laser therapy reduces inflammation without impairing lung function and acute lung injuries and is a promising therapeutic approach for lung inflammatory diseases such as, can you name one? COPD. This is not that different from COPD, which has been studied for years. Transcutaneous laser therapy delivered over the trachea decreases pulmonary microvascular leakage and intracellular ROS production, reactive oxygen species. It also produces an anti-inflammatory effect on tracheal hyperactivity and reduces neutrophil influx. Laser therapy contributes to healing by promoting apoptosis of inflammatory cells while suppressing apoptotic pathways in lung tissue. So we're reducing that hyperinflammatory response while actually saving healthy lung cells. The researchers conclude by saying that laser therapy will accelerate recovery from COVID-19 and will get patients off ventilator support and out of the ICU more rapidly. That's a pretty strong statement. Uh, and really, though, again, we're not looking at just this brand new virus, but we're looking at the mechanisms behind the way that it affects the lungs, and then we're comparing that to the mechanisms of how we know laser therapy works and saying, look, this just makes sense. The researchers did one better than that, though, and said, here's a protocol that would seem to be good. Now, there's no indication in this paper that this has been trialed to any significant degree. But they gave us a, a protocol that could be followed, could be reproduced. So I'll, I'll give you the highlights of that too here. They gave us a protocol for early stage COVID and then for medium to severe. So for early stage, we're talking three to eight sessions once a day. You go and treat intranasal. You treat the left and right tonsils, just transcutaneously. You treat over the trachea, again, transcutaneous. And then over the cubital veins on the wrist. You're going for four to six joules per centimeter squared. And they say you can use either red or infrared wavelengths for a low power laser. In the medium to severe cases, they're recommending, again, daily sessions, three to 10 days in a row, working in the lungs, over the left and right tonsils again, then over the trachea and the bronchus, then also over the cubital veins, over the wrist, and we're going for a higher, slightly higher dose of six to 10 joules per centimeter squared. The protocol they've laid out takes about 30 minutes to complete for the early stage COVID infection, 
and about 45 minutes for the medium to severe cases. Now, those of you practitioners out there utilizing a low-level laser can pretty much take this protocol and directly apply it. It's, it's very straightforward, it's very simple. If you want to see the protocol for yourself, you'll need to get a copy of the study. Shoot us an email, we'll get you a link to the study. You can email us info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you are utilizing a high power device, this will, can go actually uh, much quicker. You can you can cover the same points, the same areas, and in much less time with the, still the same dosage. And again, if you need some help looking at that, uh, how to use that in your machine, or uh, if you want to just look at the protocol with your own eyes, absolutely a great idea. Shoot me an email. We'll get you a link to that study, and you can look on look at it some more. The real takeaway here. Uh, I think is that specifically we know laser works for inflammatory lung disorders and that's what COVID-19 uh, is shown to be. The really severe cases are because of that inflammatory response that gets out of control. Laser has been shown to be effective for that. So use your laser to help with inflammatory lung disorders. Now you do need to be careful about the way you approach this in practice. At no point should you ever claim to have a cure for any of these disorders. But as far as helping with the pain and discomfort, you absolutely can do these patients a service. And according to this article, it may help them recover at a faster, better rate. Again, if you want a copy of this study, shoot me an email, we'll get that to you. Info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. Hopefully what we went over today makes sense that COVID-19 is an inflammatory lung condition. We know from past multiple decades of studies that laser therapy can work very well in inflammatory conditions. This can do patients a lot of good. Again, any questions or concerns, get a hold of us. I'll catch you next week. Subscribe now to keep learning about the growing field of laser therapy. Check out our patient-focused podcast, Healing at the Speed of Light, a great resource for your patients. For massive practice growth and improved patient outcomes, become a certified Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Learn how at lasertherapyinstitute.org.